0: You're now listening to Jesus is the Truth with Ashley Mora from Obey Christ. May God bless you. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back. Thank you guys so much for joining me for another episode. As you can see in the title, this episode is all about Logan Paul and his antics and basically how it relates to people you may know in your life who do the same thing or behave the same way because guys at the end of the day, that's a demon. It's a spirit and there are enough of them to go around. I'll put it like that. Not only that, I do want to make a brief mention to Cardi B in a very old message that she put out. I want to say earlier this year, like at the top of the year or something like that. Either way, most of this message is about Logan Paul and his friends, George and Mike, and their conversation, which I think is really important. There's so many lessons that we can take away from this conversation and just grow from it as believers, as we study how the enemy moves, how he reacts to logic (laughs) And also how lukewarm Christians react when their back is against the wall, which inevitably happens. Um, Lukewarm Christians are most often facing a crossroads. Um, I mean, constantly. Um, I know because I used to be there. I used to be in that space. I know what it's like to be on the other side. And yes, lukewarm Christians are considered on the other side because the Lord spewed you out of his mouth. And it would do, you know, good to get upset with me for saying that. I am just the messenger of the truth. Uh, the Lord said it first. All right. So, let's go ahead and get into this message, you guys. My first point says here, "Why does Logan feel comfortable badmouthing Christianity and blatantly disrespecting his friend George and his Christian beliefs?" Also, I wanted to mention that Logan's points, like the points he made in his argument, specifically single out all the beliefs in Christianity that condemn any sinful acts. Then I wrote here, typical, because it is typical. So I'm going to expound a little bit on this point. I just want to mention the fact that, again, for those of you in podcast land, <laughs> you're going to be able to hear my paper just a move in and me like writing again, once again, because I always have my notes on me. Okay, so the reason I wrote typical is because that's exactly what this is. That argument is the most typical common response from any person that comes against Christianity. It always, almost always, I'm like willing to say from my experience personally and from what I've seen on social media when I watch others evangelize on social media and things like that and hearing the arguments that they often find themselves in, uh, just going back and forth or whatever, or rather trying to explain And answer questions from those who, you know, lack faith, those who don't believe or disagree with the Christian faith. Almost always, again, I believe in the high 90 percentile range, there's a selfish foundation there. And the reason I say that is because people want to do what they want to do. And that is the motto of the enemy. That's the motto of the devil. If you want to join his side, do what you want to do. But guys, even that's a lie because he gets folks so bound up in all kind of addictions. That's another topic for another day. But I just want to put that out there. The devil's a liar. Like literally, he's the father of all lies. Nothing good comes from him. Literally. The sooner you get that in your brain, the better. What he presents is temporary. Whenever he presents anything that appears good, it is temporary. It has no life in it because he has no life in him. Period. So he may create a facade and an an illusion That what he has to give to you is better or good or cooler or, you know what I'm saying? You can do what you want. You can say what you want, live how you want. Sure, you really can. That is the truth, actually. But did he include what the consequences were of that? Because that's probably a good 500 pages long of fine print. I, I'm exaggerating maybe a little bit there, but my, but I, I think you get my point. There are so many terrible and grave consequences that come as a result of you living however you want to live. Whenever you're not with the Lord, whenever, whenever you don't accept the Lord Jesus as your, your Savior and Lord, You're choosing not to serve the one and true living God. But you out here are serving a God. Believe that. Because there's a bunch of gods with little G's. Spelled with the little G. Aka demons. Sent out on an assignment to kill, steal, and destroy. That's That's just what it is. And you can see it all around us. People live in however they want to live. Does it seem free to you? How does freedom look according to the, the, the devil's definition of free? Does it look really cool when you see the effects of it after after the fact? Like families being destroyed, people being traumatized, just trauma layered on top of trauma, layered on top of more trauma. People out here <laughs> with more anxiety than ever before, I think, in the history of mankind. Where do you think that comes from? I'm going to let up a little bit off that point. I think you guys understand the point I'm trying to make there. And I'm going to go go ahead and continue reading my notes. And then, of course, I will come back with my thoughts. So Logan says Christianity is silly, quote unquote. So the, these were his words. He calls it silly. He calls it silly. I'm saying he's he's calling it that because it stands on the truth that perverse and backwards actions su- such as homosexuality is um is wrong. So because he disagrees with so much of what God says is right and what God says is wrong because Logan Paul disagrees. Actually, you know what? I feel I need to back up just a little bit and give you guys a little bit of context for those of you who did not watch the episode. By the way, I didn't watch the full episode. I watched, uh, I watched a good what, maybe fifteen minutes worth of it, just enough to, to make my argument. I didn't. There was no need for me to watch the whole thing. I, I, I got what I needed from those fifteen minutes because what I really wanted to know was where was Logan's thoughts, and I also wanted to see how George responded, at least uh, at least initially. And again, that was all I needed. Um, to make my argument and, um, you'll see why in a moment. I want to build some context here really quickly. Many of you I'm sure are familiar with Logan Paul. He has a podcast with his friends, Mike and George, George and Logan are, they consider themselves best friends. I don't know if Mike and Logan also can, I I guess they all consider themselves like a group of best friends. I don't know, but for in the portion that i listen to i remember george explicitly stating that logan paulus's best friend so they consider themselves best friends okay so they're all on this podcast right and apparently logan begins to basically badmouth christianity and demean it he calls it silly and George is right there. And he's obviously offended because he is, he considers himself a Christian. So that's all you need to know for now. Uh, As I bring up certain points, you'll hear me um, mention other portions of that podcast or of that episode where they did their back and forth. Um, And actually, I don't even believe I watched. Okay, so I watched a reaction video, but he literally embedded Logan's episode in his reaction video. So it didn't seem like it was like chopped up or anything. He just let it play. Um, And I watched, I did not watch the original episode where Logan offended George I watched what I believe was a follow-up episode after Logan offended George it was like they create they they made a follow-up episode where they addressed the controversy because it be, it did blow up and it got a lot of uh it got a lot of I guess it went viral or it got a lot of pu- publicity um or whatever And so they went ahead, of course, and addressed it in what I believe was a follow-up episode. And I think that was the video I watched. So here we have, again, Logan, Mike, and George all in one room on the podcast discussing what took place um, when Logan (laughs) offended George and his Christian beliefs. And George trying to, you know, defend himself, explain himself. Logan trying to explain himself and his point of view. And Mike, which I have to applaud here, who seemed to be more, much more brave. And I don't even know, get this. I don't, I'm not even sure what Mike's beliefs are, but I can tell he is one of those rational, very logical thinkers. I really enjoyed and appreciated Mike for being present in that room. I really think he helped encourage George to stand firm in his position. And I'll get to that a little bit more in a minute. I'm going to again, bring it up in some of my points here. You'll notice but um yeah, so there's your context. Feel free to go watch the video I'm referring to in its entirety on YouTube. I'm sure you can find it there easily. But uh, yeah, so I'm going to go ahead and address the points I needed to address in order to make my point here or in order to, you know, build my case here for the message I want to get out there to you guys. Um, so here we have again, Logan calls... Uh, Christianity silly, um, he just says, oh, it's, he, he just thinks it's silly, and the reason he calls it silly is because it, in his mind, goes against everything that people want to do, like, men marrying men, or men being with men, women being with women, um, transgender, individuals and people deciding basically to do what they want to do. So he thinks it's silly. He doesn't think it's fair, blah, blah, blah. All right. (laughs) I'm going to, I'll, I'll get into that a little bit more in a minute. And then it says here in my notes, Mike seemed braver than George. Okay. This is me. Guys, I'm just putting a check mark in my notes, if you can hear me, but So then Mike seems braver than George. The reason I said this is because he was speaking up louder than George and it, and, and George and Mike wasn't even the one being attacked. He was just speaking up for justice, I believe, but, and for logic, just overall, he was calling Logan out on a lot of his, uh, inconsistencies and pointing out some holes in his argument. And I appreciated that because it seemed like George was afraid to do that. Or maybe, I don't know. I don't know what was up with that, but yeah. So then it says here, George was backpedaling for his life (laughs) at one moment. For example, when Logan questioned or more like interrogated George regarding who was going to heaven and hell. I apologize, guys, if you can hear the traffic. It is high traffic time. So just consider it in addition to the ambiance of background music or noise, <laughs> not music, more so noise, I guess. But that's for those of you listening in. And for those of you, of course, watching, uh, I apologize too, because I'm sure you can hear it too. <laughs> so here are my notes. It says, George was backpedaling for his life. Um, at one point, for example, when Logan questioned or more like interrogated George regarding who was going to heaven and hell and Logan asked, asked George, can Muslims go to heaven? And George answered, yes. Then Logan corrects him by semi quoting the scripture referring to how only those who believe in Christ Jesus can enter heaven And of course, George cuts him off and begins to complete his sentence and expound, you know, he called himself trying to expound a little further on that scripture. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, we got one of those, like George is like clearly lukewarm, clearly. And not only that, but he lacks courage, which I'm not, I'm not surprised by, um, because his faith is lacking, His faith lacks because he clearly isn't really, truly studying the word of God. He's not a true follower of Christ. He's a, he believes and he, you know, he acknowledges Christ, but he's not a true follower of Christ. And yes, there is a difference. Um, The Lord is very clear about what happens to the lukewarm This is what it looks like to honor fame and money over your beliefs. This is what it looks like to be afraid of rejection, aka losing your friends. And I'm using the word friends very loosely here. It's very clear. Logan is not a true friend. Logan says what he wants to say, and he has people around him for out of convenience, but it's very clear to me who... It's clear to me they're not, like, Logan doesn't really care. But how can I expect him to when he doesn't even know Jesus? So it's like, there's some, there's a lot of pride there. Okay. So um, anyway, George is extremely lukewarm. (laughs) That's what I got out of that. Like the backpedaling, the, like, just saying foolish things. Like Logan was asking him basically, can just anybody go to heaven? And okay. Logan didn't say that. He didn't say, can anyone, he was giving him very specific like examples. And George was like, yeah, yeah. And then when, when Logan would give him an example of like, oh, well, can, I don't even remember, so I'm not going to make up anything. I can't remember verbatim, but I remember him giving an example where maybe the Bible was very explicit about, okay, no, that person will not make it to heaven. This, that particular sin will stop this individual from making it to heaven. Whenever Logan, whenever Logan would ask those sort of questions, George would then answer by saying, well, I don't know. I don't know who's going to go to heaven. How am I supposed to know? It says in the Bible, no one knows who's going to go. Like, that's what he would revert to. He would revert to like, well, I don't know. Like, who knows? Who really knows? Like, that was his go-to in those situations. Right? So... Logan was even squinting his eyes at him, like, come on, like, how is, how do I know the scripture better than you? That's the look that Logan had, but he didn't want to say anything to be, then he would really look hypocritical, right? If Logan began to start preaching the gospel, (laughs) but I could tell that Logan did know, Logan has some foundation. It's clear to me. So keep Logan in prayer. We should be keeping all people in prayer anyway, guys. This is not to um, a message. I just need to put this out there. I forgot to say this. I meant to say this in the beginning. Everyone who is not saved needs to be in uh, included in our prayers. Intercessors intercede on behalf of those who are lost and bound up. Because the Lord, ultimately, he wants every single person to be saved. It is not the will of the Father that any man perish. Any man. Get that. And the Lord said that knowing how foolish and ignorant and rude and disrespectful man was going to (laughs) be. He still said it. He said, I still want all y'all to make it. But he ain't going to force you. Know that. At the end of the day, the Lord will not force you. Because he, he doesn't lie. And he gave us free will, so he can't renege on it. Because he's not a liar. He's a truth teller, always. Okay, so on to my next point here. It says, Brave Mike. So I've given him a new title, a new name here. It says, Brave Mike asks an amazing question. One that definitely came to my mind which is why Logan was harping so much on Christianity and what it didn't agree with and what he didn't agree with in Christianity. All the while professing a motto in life that one should live and let live. Um, and then it says, and Logan of course responds hypocritically by claiming he's simply curious and wanted to understand why or how George could be a Christian, knowing it doesn't allow everyone into heaven. Logan specifies that he was curious about this aspect of the Christian faith, but not interested in seeking the answers. Okay, so that was just so many things I can say about that statement, you guys. Okay, so I love Mike for bringing this point up because it points out, again, holes in Logan's arguments. It points out inconsistencies, which are abundant, again, in Logan's argument. Um, like many out there who choose to reject the gospel and want to live their life however they want, their motto not, I'm not saying this is the case for everyone, but for most, their motto is, oh, let people live their life however they want. Let them do what they want. Like, don't judge. They claim this to be true love. Let people do whatever they want to do. That to them is love. They they take that philosophy, that idea, and they call it love and they and then they they dare call what the lord is doing creating boundaries barriers rules to protect they call that opposite of love they call that um bondage <laughs> they call it They just, they, they go against it. And, uh, it's, it's again, very ironic because much of what people end up falling into as a result of doing what they want to do actually is bondage, like for real. (laughs) But again, that's another video for another day. And I need to make a note of that. So bear with me. I'm going to make a note of that right now because I want to make a video about that. This is Logan's motto. He goes around saying, oh, live and let live. This is what Mike called him out on. Mike was like, but you go around telling people live and let live, but you won't let your, uh, someone you call your best friend, you know, George, someone who's close to you, you're bashing him for living his life, believing in what he wants to believe in. Yet you go around and allow and, and say it's okay for everyone else to believe exactly what they want to believe in, whatever they want to believe in. Why is it that George can't believe in what he wants to believe in? So Mike is just speaking plainly. He He's speaking with his shoulders back and his back straight up. Like Mike is out here. He ain't playing no games. Clearly not afraid of anyone. I I see deliverance minister on him. <laughs> Just based off the courage alone, like he has a very warrior-like, fearless, you know what I mean? And yeah, might need to be out here preaching the gospel. All of them do. When I see them, I just think about the potential of what the Lord has for them. It really makes me sad to see them bound up in their way of thinking and just bound up in general, um, clearly they need deliverance, but I do want to see them saved, set free, fully delivered, healed, and just moving forward in their true purpose, true God-given purpose. I just think that'd be awesome. Uh, you know, with the fight and the, the discipline that they have already, and their the desire that they have to make a difference, it would just, um, just imagine. <laughs> it would be multiplied by like a thousand if they were just believe and put their trust in Jesus. Like fully. Could you imagine? So it goes on to say here in my notes, when George finally conjures up the confidence to speak up for himself and his beliefs, which I believe in large part is thanks to Mike and the great points he made prior. Um, He mentions the fact that complete strangers respect his beliefs more than Logan. So this is George pouring his heart out. He says complete strangers respect his beliefs more than Logan his so-called best friend so this is George directly calling Logan out for being basically a bad friend this is my message to George if, if if he comes by this by any random chance I don't know Logan is not your real friend if I mean clearly he doesn't respect you like you respect him is at least that's what I gather from the clip I saw also don't take it personally if he attacks you for your beliefs it's not you necessarily that he hates but the god that you believe in that he hates so there's a saying that um it's not me that the people hate but the god in me that people hate That's the saying a lot of us believers, we have to remind ourselves about because it is very much true. People reject God. People, there are people who actually hate God. There are people out there who are angry at God. They don't believe him. They don't trust him. They reject him. The list goes on. And they, for whatever reason, the reasons may vary. But the point is, if I come then and I approach that person and I'm coming in the name of the Lord, the person they hate of course they're going to be against me and they're going to be bold about it because that's the demon, those are the demons in them that are now, you know what I'm saying, getting loud. Especially if I call myself trying to minister, evangelize to that person, the the demons will start to speak up then because they don't want at all to even, they don't want at all for that person to even get close to deliverance. And whenever... (laughs) Someone who is Holy Spirit filled, it, you know, approaches someone who is bound up, then um, it's a threat. It's a threat to the demon that is inside of that person. And I'm trying not to get too deep here, but it's just that is what it is because the demon don't want to leave. The demon does not want to be cast out ultimately and does not want that person to be free. So anyway, um, okay, then okay, so guys, this is my final point, and then I'm gonna go into my final thoughts. So, as it says here in my notes, my question is, Why do you care so much about Christianity? This is my question to Logan and to people who think like Logan, because Logan is not the only one. This is not a direct attack against Logan. This is a direct attack against that mentality, against the spirit behind that mentality to just come after people who go after Christianity, people who want to attack Christianity. My question to you is, why do you care so much about Christianity and what Christianity deems right and wrong and who goes to heaven and who goes to hell? If to you, it's just silly or it's just a fantasy or it's not real. And that's, I'm using the word silly for Logan because that's what he said. He said, Christianity is, is silly. So my question is why even spend time talking about it? Why waste your time talking about something so silly, Why waste your time talking about something so silly? (laughs) This country makes, literally makes me sick. It gets on my last nerve. The obsession, pure obsession that the non-believer, it seems like, This is the thing, get this. It seems like non believers are more obsessed with Jesus sometimes than the believer. And that's 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 sad to say because as believers we should be truly on fire for God. So pray in the spirit and ask for your fire to just stay ablaze and on fire always for God. But also to that point, to the point I just mentioned, I have here my notes I wrote that I have never in all my life seen a society so obsessed with demeaning and blatantly disrespecting a belief system that, according to them, is fictional or has little significance. If anything, you're proving the opposite to be true. And here's my example. Let's chat about Peter Pan and the, the, his, his little fairy friend Tinkerbell. <laughs> Uh, guys, this is just a random example, but follow me. Here we go. I, I I have a point to make. I promise. Follow me. So let's talk about Peter Pan and his little fairy friend Tinkerbell. What if there was a Peter Pan religion? <laughs> is it really that far-fetched in 2022, about to be 2023? Is it really that far-fetched? I mean, there are literal men with men parts okay born with male organs and male parts i'm trying to watch my language for social media um who now call themselves women when since the beginning of time a woman was physically and biologically made to be distinct from a male and now we have in our society this forum this space for uh people just to call themselves whatever they want to call themselves and based on how they feel okay so we got a bunch of people worshiping their feelings and how they feel all right so is it really far-fetched to now you know from my is is so is my example really that far-fetched a peter pan religion so here we go let me break this thing down in the peter pan religion (laughs) the main belief system is to rob from the rich and give to the poor and uh that you don't have to ever grow up so the once the, the believer in peter pan dies they transition on to never never land and um i guess so, yeah, there you have it. That's the Peter Pan religion. Um, rob from the rich. Give to the poor. Now, that's the one that's going to be controversial, right? Because Logan and people like Logan like to talk about the things that are wrong in religions. So that's something we can say it's going to be the controversial point that people attack, right? Um, and the Never Neverland one. It sounds really nice. You know, there always has to be that sweet ending um, to get people involved in the religion. So you have to promise them something, right? Because people are always mocking and trying to copy the, origi- the original, which is God and his promise of the kingdom of heaven, which is the real promise, by the way. But anyway, so all these other false religions, they have to have their promise too. And so Peter Pan, of course, the Peter Pan religion, of course, has his promise, his promise being... That you'll go off to Never Never Land and you can even meet Tinkerbell. She'll be over there. So you can finally meet Tinkerbell. You can finally meet Peter Pan because they never grew up anyway. And they are, you know, the governing parties over Never Never Land. But of course, you can only make it there if you spend your life robbing the rich and giving to the poor. Okay, so I've just broken down to you this brand new religion of Peter Pan. What do you think? If someone told me about a Peter Pan religion, I would laugh. I would get my laugh in for the day and I would move on with my life. (laughs) It's that simple. Why, why, why would it be so easy for me to move on? Because I don't believe I don't believe in it. I don't believe it exists. So I'm not going to give it unnecessary attention and time. Do you think I'm going to spend years, like literally dedicate years of my life talking about this Peter Pan religion that I don't believe in, that I believe is silly? No, I'm not. Not unless, of course, it becomes a huge enough deal to now where I have to like, fight people off from trying to get my child to believe in it. Now that's different because I I can see where you guys are going. A lot of people out there now we we're being forced to have to talk about topics that used to be common knowledge. Like, oh, only a girl that's born a girl can be a girl or only a boy that's born a boy can be a boy. And yes, there's only two genders in the human race. This is common knowledge. But because American society, and I do have to specify, yes, because outside of America, most people still have their, the logical side of their brain intact. Okay. And can I just say this? Those of us who believe in Christ, the logical side of our brain remains intact at all times. Praise the Lord. Because our foundation is on a rock. Which is Jesus Christ. But because the government of the US has decided to worship Baal, Baal, B A A L, now we, now the majority of its citizens are running amok and just becoming a laughing stock uh, in, in the sight of the world. But they still say they respect us because we, we got money and stuff. So people re- respect them. Listen, that's a whole other discussion. Let me just get to my point here. But only when the government of the United States or any government governing party for that matter, that wants to try and force feed lies into it into society into a society that I live in and and is now affecting my family members and my if if I were a mother and I had children it would be affecting my my nieces and nephews you know what I'm saying like people I love and care about people in general because a lot of people are lost and being led astray children innocent children are being led astray Now I'm taking offense to, it's a personal attack on me. Thank the Lord. I'm in my right mind. The Holy Spirit is with me. He guides me. I know what is right from wrong, but does a three-year-old, three-year-old is still learning, which is why the government loves for your three-year-old to be registered in a public school where they can teach them. That's another topic for another day. Mothers out there listening to me, if you can if you can, and a lot of you, if you really got creative, you could, but for those of you like, you know, for a fact, like you easily could pull your children out, please pull your children out of public school. That's another topic for another day. But my point is here, Christians, believers, members of the body of Christ, we only begin to harp on these issues that we don't believe in when it, when it's a, a direct attack on the people of on the people of God, on people that the Lord wants to save, on the innocent. Now we have to come we have to fight back. And yes, we fight back with the truth. So yes, you'll hear us repeat the same things over and over again. Homosexuality is wrong. Being transgender is wrong. The only reason we repeat it is because the government is trying to say it's right. So we combat by saying no, actually it's not. Now, if the government were to shift its focus to to now they don't want to talk about being gay and trying to push that agenda and they start now talking about getting drunk, getting drunk is, and they want to say getting drunk is the right thing to do and try to, you know what I'm saying? Push people to do that. I will shift my focus to that. Does that make sense? But, of course, they won't do that because with being drunk, because the consequences are so quick and obvious, it's harder to push that lie. Although they still, of course, promote it. You can tell. All you have to do is watch some American movies, especially the one, the college-themed ones. So you can tell, you know what I'm saying? Like, being drunk is definitely Glorified. Anyway, guys, that's for another day. I could go on and on. As you can see, I have so much to say about that. But yeah, that's the only reason us believers in Christ harp on certain topics. is because we are literally pushing back against the forces that be uh, the U.S. government, which again, is demonic um, in large part. Um, Again, we won't get into that, but um, anyway... (laughs) let me just, I got way out there. Let me, Lord, bring me back to, okay. My point is Peter Pan religion. I'm not going to (laughs) dedicate unnecessary time to it because I don't believe it. I'm not going to even get upset about it. Why am I revving up? Why am I going to go off on somebody about a Peter Pan religion if I don't even believe it's true. On the other hand, how many times have you seen someone get highly offended and upset when anyone mentions the name of Jesus? I'm not talking about someone trying to force feed the gospel to someone who doesn't want to hear it. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about mentioning the name of Jesus in public and getting reactions that are just nowhere... Like it, it's incredible. Sometimes the reactions you can get from people, they truly manifest before our eyes. Sometimes ladies and gentlemen, those are demon possessed individuals, AKA bound individuals. Those who are in need of deliverance. The person acts out like that because the demon on the inside of them is acting out like that does that make sense it's the truth that provokes that type of reaction don't you ever notice guys when people talk about hinduism or buddhism can i say buddhism people who believe in buddha um guys i don't know why those are like maybe because they're really common the muslim faith as well these are like some of the most popular ones um Based off population alone, I'm sure for that reason. The point is people don't get riled up. People don't get really upset when you start talking about that stuff. Why? Because, well, they're not true. They're false religions in the sense that they're based on false gods. So how is a... It's like a demon getting upset at itself. Because false religions are made by and ran by (laughs) demons. So... If again, we there's only two sides, guys. There's only two sides in life the kingdom of heaven, aka kingdom of light. And I'm not talking about that new age light, I'm talking about the real light Jesus, God the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, the one and only true living God. That kind of light. So we got the kingdom of light versus the kingdom of darkness. These are the two sides. Not it not Hinduism, not Muslimism, and not Buddhism. <laughs> Y'all, I'm being silly because I'm making up words now, but you get my point. Of course, when something from the kingdom of light approaches something from the kingdom of darkness, there's going to be a reaction there. That's because the kingdom of darkness can't stand. They can't stand it. Yeah, it, it, it irritates. There's friction there. Light cast out darkness. That's why the name of Jesus, that's one of the many reasons why the name of Jesus is so powerful. So um, can I just say something else really quickly about that? The enemy is so stupid in the sense that He literally, like, he truly wants to mislead people, right? He wants to destroy mankind. He's extremely jealous and he just, he can't handle it. He hates the Lord and hates anything in the image of God. We are made in his image. We're made in the image of the Lord. So therefore the enemy hates us as well. That's another topic for another day. My point is this, the enemy (laughs) in all of his hatred literally focuses all of his attention on trying to downplay Christianity by disrespecting it and saying all sorts of, for example, for, for example, using the name of God as a curse word. You'll see that all throughout movies, uh, different shows and all this kind of stuff in Hollywood, anything that comes out of Hollywood. They, Especially if you notice a show that's been on air for multiple seasons at some point or another, they have to get to that crossroads where now all of a sudden there's, there's a demonstration of mockery. Uh, Again, this is another video for another day, guys, I could spend an entire episode discussing this topic. But my point is, wouldn't you, if you wanted people to really believe there was no significance in a God, wouldn't the last thing You would want to do is spend a lifetime talking about (laughs) that God. (laughs) Like, if I weren't a believer, I would be highly suspicious of the fact that there's so much talk around the gospel and about Jesus, about God, specifically Jesus, because He's the only one who saves. So the devil makes a special, like a note and he pays special attention to just be sure that he drags or he tries to drag the name of Jesus in the mud by again, using it as a curse word and actually mocking Jesus in shows and things like that. Guys, it's so stupid. It's so annoying. You never see that kind of attention on other religions ever, 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 ever. You never see that kind of attention on other religions. You never see that kind of blatant disrespect toward other religions. Why is it okay with Christianity? There's something there, right? And I mean, people that think like Logan could easily try to create a faulty argument, which his argument was filled with so many holes. I don't have time to go through it, obviously in this episode, but my point is a lot of people try to use the same argument he did, which was that, Oh, it's because it comes across hateful. It's not accepting of everyone. It discriminates against X, Y, Z people, blah, blah, blah. The thing is it discriminates against X, Y, Z sin. It's the sin that God hates. The sin, not the people. People commit sin because people choose to commit the sin. People are not sin. Sin is sin, right? Sin is of the enemy. But people can choose whether or not to commit the sin. That's, you guys, I hope you guys understand where I'm going with this. So no, I mean, people choose to do what they want to do. And therefore, they will suffer the consequences accordingly. But you can't change God. I'll get to that again on another day, you guys. Because I I can feel myself revving up like to just talk on and on and on on that topic and harp on it. And I want to. And I will in a separate episode. But for now, let's discuss my final thoughts. George has come to a crossroads. Like some of you in life at some point. Or will inevitably. Um, And... That crossroads for George was, (laughs) are you going to stick by your religion? Are you going to stick by your beliefs? Or are you going to bow down to ball? Right? And then you have, this is what the Bible refers to when it mentions, how can two walk together unless they agree? So this is bound to happen, ladies and gentlemen. And I'm sure some of you have, um, may have gone through something similar at some point in your life. If you... Again, are lukewarm, <laughs> and you surround yourself with people who are non-believers or people who, you know, maybe also lukewarm. So y'all did, y'all dibbing and dabbing and all sort of things, and still call yourself Christians. You know what I'm saying? But I'm sure, while doing that, of course, you find yourself constantly having to make decisions. Like, well, I know I'm not supposed to be doing that. Like, or you find yourself doing something that you know is wrong. Like, you could be literally in the middle. Of doing whatever that thing is, right? And think to yourself, "This is wrong, <laughs> right? Um, it could even be listening to certain music or going to a certain place, talking to certain people, you know, fornicating, um, just anything, guys, the list is it's it's a big list of things that you should not do. And you know when your heart is wrong. But you right there doing it. Um, Yeah. So how can two walk together unless they agree? So Logan clearly has he's at odds with the Lord. He has rejected the Lord in his heart. He has something against the Lord. There's anger there. And then you have George. George confesses his love for the Lord. He says he believes in Jesus and he he claims to be Christian. So again, how can two walk together unless they agree you are either for God or you are against God. I mentioned this earlier, there's no middle ground. It's very clear. And if you watch people, you'll notice how true this statement is. I mean, really observe with intention to like under, like watch people's patterns, their behavior and things like this, you'll see how true this statement is. You're either for God or you're against God and your actions will prove accordingly every single time. It says here, it's clear Logan has chosen his side and that George is lukewarm <laughs> again. Okay. And then it says here, Logan knows there's something to Christianity, meaning that he knows there's something true about it. Like it has to be real. Um, he believes God exists and he actually said this he he said he believes in a higher power he and I don't I can't remember if he actually said God, I can't remember to be honest, but um and it says but he doesn't want to follow the rules to get into heaven. Now this is me talking. He doesn't want to follow the rules to get into heaven. he's against the part where he can't do life, however. He wants to do it, doing whatever he wants to do. That's the part he's against. Like most people, again, typical. Then it goes on to say here are my notes, you cannot serve two masters. You will either love one and hate the other or be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and Baal. You cannot serve God and money. This is found in the book of Matthew chapter six, verse 24. You guys, that is exchange between George and his quote-unquote friend Logan Paul is such a it's just a great demonstration of this passage here also the passage about being lukewarm and also the passage about really a lot of, of scriptures can apply to this situation of course um but yeah, about two walking together unless they agree, for example. You can't serve two masters, guys. And this is for George and people like George. You think like George. You think they can still kind of be in the mix and talk to people, hang out with people on a regular basis, be closely tied to them, call them your best friend. Yeah, so you have George here who doesn't want to lose his friends famous friends. Okay. I'm not saying they're friends cause they're famous. I, before Logan, I believe before Logan even became famous or became super, super popular and wealthy, George was, they were close. So they came up together, so to speak. George don't want to lose his friend. Listen, I got a whole nother topic on that. I want to talk about that too deeper, but for now, let me just go on to my next point. And my final point, this is, I want to close this message with this. And it says, dear children, do not let anyone lead you astray. The one who does what is right is righteous, just as he is righteous. Of course, refer- referring to the Lord, the one who does what is sinful is of the devil because the devil has been sinning from the beginning The reason the son of God appeared was to destroy the devil's work. So to to destroy the works of the enemy. No one who is born of God will continue to sin because God's seed remains in them. Amen. Then it says here, um, they cannot go on sinning because they have been born of God. Then it says in verse 10, this is how we know who the children of God are are and who the children of the devil are anyone who does not do what is right is not God's child nor is anyone who does not love their brother and sister so there you go um and that just further confirms another verse that comes to my mind something about um if you say you love God, but you hate your brother or sister, like as in your brother or sister in Christ, for example, the then God calls you a liar. So God calls you a liar. He calls you a liar. If you claim to love him, someone you cannot see, but hate your brother and sister in Christ. Like the point of me mentioning this passage is to further confirm the fact that we we're meant to be set apart. And also, you can only be on one side or the other. There are only two sides, you guys. For those of you who just really, truly in your heart believe you're somewhere in the middle and you kind of just want to be in the middle and not be involved in either side or or hold true. You don't want to, you know what I'm saying? That That's not an, an option. <laughs> for you. I'm just, if no one's ever told you that, I'm, if no one has ever told you that, I'm here to tell you. But anyway, guys, I'm going to go ahead and end this episode here. I have this, bes- I really, I, I I, could go on and on. I really could. But I've said enough for now and I've made my point for now as it pertains to this particular topic. And I want to go ahead and mention the fact about Cardi B because I know I mentioned her in the beginning you guys Cardi B has been saying like for example when she said that um when she mentioned the fact that her music provokes demons and demon possession people didn't believe her and nothing they even said that wasn't really her I don't know if later they someone made her to say that that wasn't her or she didn't mean it. I think later she came out and said she didn't mean to say that or something. Of course, she meant it. Of course, it's the truth. Then you have the stunt that Balenciaga pulled, uh, which was detestable. And just a, just an abomination. Something regarding children and perverse sexual activity as it pertains to children. Anyway, it was all very perverse, backwards, perverted type stuff. Um, again, it's not, it's, it's in plain sight. People choose what they want to believe and they choose what they don't want to believe. And I say that because even when the people who are doing the thing that's wrong come before you and tell you it's wrong, And you still got people saying, eh, they didn't even really mean that. My question then to you would be, who do you believe? You don't want to believe the Lord. Now you don't even believe the people who were singing the songs to you that are demonic. They're saying it's demonic. You don't even want to believe them. Who do you believe? Anyway, think about that. But I got to go. I got to get out of here, y'all. But thank you so much for listening. Thank you guys for listening in podcast land. Once again, make sure you are following my accounts in um, on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And make sure you guys are subscribed here on YouTube. Those of you who are watching me right now on the YouTube, I appreciate you guys so, so much. Thank you again. I will talk to you later. Bye.